0: Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back in the place to be. E Society podcast presents. I don't know if I'll call it presents, but you're going to know how it goes. E Society puts out so many different uh, shows for you guys, but this is me by myself, solo, by Khan, coming at you with another uh, Nez's Blu ray update. Um, I got uh, quite a stack here. Uh, If you did listen to the last MacNez podcast, I did uh, talk about a couple of these, but might as well just start out with those couple if you uh, already listened to that. So here we go. All right. The first one. Uh, This is an import, I believe. Import, I believe. And this is a film by Robert De Niro. It came out in 1993. I actually saw this um, duh, uh, January 1994. Uh, the only reason I remember that is uh, my daughter was born. And this is one of the movies that was playing uh, in the hospital. So, uh, yeah. Oh, duh. uh, a Bronx tale. Uh, yes. Like I said, it's an, it's an import. Um, I, I have a few imports, but I, I do feel like, is it going to play when, when they, when I get here? Because, uh, on the back, it says region B, but uh, in the description, I bought this off of eBay and the description is, um. It says Region B, but it, it'll play in the the uh, the American uh, Blu-ray players. So, um, but I'm just like, all right, whatever. I just uh, just pull the trigger and buy it. It works. I just watched it uh, this morning, and it's it's pretty good, man. They really cleaned this up. I'm not sure if there is an uh, American uh, release of this yet, but um, I'm happy with this. It seems to be just like the, uh, the copy that's on Blu-ray, not Blu-ray, on DVD. <sighs> Sorry about that, everyone. I'm just now waking up. So, All right. Uh, one, one man lives in a neighborhood. Another man owns it. A devoted father battles the local crime boss for the life of his son. Col- Cologero, I think that's how you say his name, in Anello is a streetwise nine-year-old who lives in a small apartment under the strict guidance of his bus driver father, Lorenzo. One day, Calogero Colo- witnesses a murder committed by a local gangster boss, Sonny. That's uh, Chaz Palminteri. After Calogero refuses to identify Sonny, the gangster takes the boy under his wing, gradually introducing him to a new way of life. Soon, Calogero finds himself Torn between two fathers and two very different ways of life. Um, the, There's only a th- trailer and a little, I can't think it was like five-minute uh, making of featurette. That's the same stuff that's on the uh, on the DVD version. But This film is awesome. I've talked about this film many times. If you listen to the Zissou and I's uh, uh, De Niro Pacino uh, anchor, this was one of the films that uh, I love of Robert De Niro. This was his first time uh, directing a film and uh, I thought he did an amazing job uh, adapting it off of Chaz Palminteri's, uh, uh Broadway show uh, with the same title The Bronx Tale. Uh, I've never seen that. I wish it would still play. Well, when all of this madness is over with, hopefully, uh, it'll be playing somewhere because I would really like to see the the stage play of this. Um, but this film is amazing. I, I really love it. It's got a really good story and a really good message dealing with uh, both sides of um, I guess gangster business I don't know but uh, like it says here De Niro he's trying to raise his son to be the best son that he can be follow the right track uh, Sonny is a, a gangster um, in their neighborhood and he he's he also sees the good in a little colloquial he ends up calling him C because that name was too hard uh, for everyone to remember, I guess. So he's telling him. I mean, Sonny is telling C that he goes, "Don't do what I do," just because you see what I'm doing. He goes, "This life ain't for you." He goes, "He goes. I want you to go to school. I want you to go to college and stop hanging around with those jerk offs. His his buddies, uh, Slick and Crazy Mario, and all those guys." But I mean, I really liked what was going on. Uh, with this. I mean they like Sonny and De Niro, C's dad, they were both trying to teach him the right way. And he was bas he was basically just teaching him. It was a life story. So I really love this film. If you guys have not seen it, I'm not sure if it's streaming anywhere, but this is an amazing film. Uh probably one of my favorite Robert De Niro films and I'm glad I finally have it uh, on Blu ray. Uh the next one I picked up, I believe this is a Best Buy exclusive. This is a film that came out in two thousand Seven, I believe. So hang out. All you younger listeners, take care of your bodies. Because uh, when you're getting old, things uh, start to not work. Well, I'm okay down there so far. But uh, my eyes, <laughs> my eyes are bad. So I got to put on my old bifocals. Never thought I'd ever be wearing these things you've been listening to this you guys already know i believe this was 2007 it doesn't say anywhere on here um you guys know me with on how i should uh have all my notes pulled up but i don't that's the fun of uh podcasting you never know uh, how it's gonna go 2009 Duh. anyway yeah the 2009 version of uh friday the 13th this is a best buy exclusive steelbook i think don't quote me on that i've only seen it at um best buy there's other steelbooks of uh friday the 13th of this of this version um i really like those those versions of it uh their imports um i would i would probably just get one just for the case uh because you guys know how much of a friday the 13th fan i am uh because i like the cases there is one steelbook of the original 1980 version that's coming i can't wait for that but there's another one that's already out there it's uh, uh a foreign import and the cover looks stupid um just search friday 13 steelbook import and, and see it's i'm like who greenlit this cover because this cover is is dumb. uh same thing with this one i'm not really digging the cover of this Uh, American Friday 13th Killer Cut Steelbook. Uh, But the back is cool because it's got a picture of uh, Jason or his hockey mask. Anyway, Killer Cut includes theatrical lease and special extended version. College kids seeking a weekend of kicks have made a horrible mistake. They come to a party at at Erie Crystal Lake, the deadly domain of machete mad killer Jason Voorhees. Terror goes to extremes in this. Reimagining. Okay, reimagining. First time I've ever seen that. A reimagining of the Jason legend of today's horror fan. Enter for the first time the subterranean lair that is Jason's den of torture and fear. See him discover the mask that hides his deformed face. Experience a whole new level of fright and try to remain calm. The intense violence, uh, the unique kills, the jolting scares. Live them all in Friday the 13th. Special features as a hacking back, slashing forward, remember of the groundbreaking original film. Explore the rebirth of Jason Voorhees, additional slashed scenes. Uh, The seven best kills, see how they are diabolically done. Uh, Terror terror trivia trick with picture in picture. Test your knowledge of this long-running franchise. Franchise, including the making of picture-to-picture footage, all while you're watching the film. And This is directed by Marcus Nispel. I think that's how you say his name. And it stars uh, that one fool from uh, that? Supernatural. Uh, Jared Padalecki. I think that's how you say his name. Maybe Danielle uh Aaron Yo, Amanda Ritge, I think. Travis Van Winkle, Derek, and Derek Mears. Uh, he's Jason. I just met Derek Mears not too long ago, back in October, at Sun of Montopolusa. He was a really cool guy. I didn't know he was going to be there. He wasn't actually there to do signings or anything. He was just there because he's a horror fan, and it was really cool. I just saw him walking around, picking stuff up. Um, open this up. It is a uh, single disc. Uh, there's a picture behind. Uh it's when Jason's throwing uh, the hatchet at that one black guy. I can't remember his name comes with a digital code uh those of you that always reach out to me for digital codes. This has one so first first come first serve um it's basically just the same as the original go around just put into the the steel book steel case so cool, glad I got that in my uh my library. There was a couple other ones I spoke about. Uh, the show, when me and Mike were talking. All right, this next one. Uh, this is the double feature, two-pack. This is Karate Kid Part 3 and the next Karate Kid. Uh, two students, one master, and the ultimate combo, the Karate Kid Part 3. Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita Return. I'm not even going to try to pronounce uh, uh, Pat Morita's uh, first name. You guys know me and names, I always butcher them. I return with more invaluable lessons in about life, honoring, and friendship in the Karate Kid Part Three. This is directed by Oscar winner John G. Avildsen. Uh, his best directing was for uh, Rocky in uh, 1976. Uh, John Kreese, Martin Cove is all is also back and more dangerous than ever, blaming Daniel and Mr. Miyagi for the loss of his karate his karate school. Uh, the revenge obsessed sensei asked evil martial arts master Terry Silver. Terry, Terry Silver's badass in this. Uh, Thomas Ian Griffith and Cobra Kai student Mike Barnes, Sean Keenan. I think that's his name uh, for no mercy. Um, this part three was cool. I I enjoy part three. I know a lot of people didn't. I was eating peanuts and the leftovers are lingering around. People keep texting me. If you guys hear that vibration, that's what it is. Sorry about the unprofessionalism. But Cry Kid Part 3, this came out in 1989. Okay, I guess it was a part of the 80s. I thought it was 90. But anyway, uh, I didn't see this one in the theater. I remember I I rented it. Uh, This is when Blockbuster uh, was going strong. And I know why I didn't make it out to see this one because I I really enjoy the first two films. Um, this one is good i know a lot of people don't like it um it felt like ralph Macchio was kind of just phoning it in and acting just a little bit too hard in this one but it's it's still a good film i really liked what was going on basically the the story starts out um with uh martin cove uh sensei john Kreese. you guys remember him that was running the cobra kai in the first film his life is basically just how you expected it to be because he was the asshole and the bad guy in the first one uh, blaming Daniel and Mr. Miyagi for his downfall. You can't blame them. It was just his attitude. Um, So he's just trying to just basically just give up because bills, the bill collectors are coming after him and everything. He just wants to give up his, give up his whole uh, school and and quit. Uh, But his buddy, Terry Silver, that's one of his friends that, uh, one of his war buddies from Vietnam. Uh, and he's this rich millionaire crooked uh crooked businessman uh, type of guy and he's trying to he's telling him like look man I'm just gonna give up here here's the keys to the to the school you can have it or you can have it back because basically uh Terry bought it for him bought that bought the whole school for him so he told him look man now that's your school you keep it i um, here take a vacation I'm gonna handle this and we're gonna get your school back so he's gone for a while, and from the rest of the film, it's Terry Silver trying to get uh, Daniel to fight because uh, Daniel, when he, he won the All-Valley the All Valley Championship, um, there was new rules that he only had to fight uh, the main event to, to retain his title. Uh, but there's this new up-and-coming uh, karate student. Uh, his name is Mike Barnes. Mike Barnes was pretty badass in this too. And uh he's supposed to be uh karate's new bad boy so, uh, since Johnny is gone. Uh you we all know this the furthest adventures uh, of Johnny with with Cobra Kai. Cannot wait for season three. Um I, I love that show. Definitely check those out if you guys haven't seen Cobra Kai season one or two. Um so anyway, so um Terry Silver and Mike Barnes are, are just kind of have have this plot to get down to fight. Um Terry Silver Terry Silver kind of befriends uh Daniel basically in just to trick him. I know I'm spoiling this whole movie, but you guys should have seen it. It came out in 89. So that's how it goes and he's just trying to get Daniel back in the ring to uh fight because um when Daniel's uh telling Miyagi, "Hey, can you train me still because I need to to defend my title?" and Miyagi's like, "No, nah, I don't, I'm not doing it this time because the first time was different. Now it's uh it's not about um uh how his teachings were to Daniel. Uh, it was different in the first film. You guys all seen that. You know that he was just getting bullied and all that. So this one, he's like, you know what? You're not getting bullied anymore. He goes, you're just, you just want to do this to to keep your name out there. So Miyagi's not having it. So that's when um, Ralph kind of befriends uh, Terry Silver and, and falls into their plan. But this movie is good. I I love it. Um, with man scared me. It's really windy and floor man outside got up against the window and scared the hell out of me. But anyway. Um this part with with season three of Cobra Kai, we don't know where that's going yet. Um we kinda hopefully uh the way season two ended, uh Elizabeth Shue, Allie, her character is coming back. Um there is rumors that uh, Chosen from uh Karate Kid Part Two, uh, the one that um had had it out with uh, Daniel, and that one. He, there's rumors he's gonna be in in this fourth se- or third season. I'm all for that. I thought Chosen was badass too. Maybe he'll uh, try to get his honor back. But if they don't go that way, or even if they do, or maybe if they want an idea for a fourth season, I say bring back Terry Silver and Mike Barnes. Because if you guys, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Cobra Kai, um uh, sensei crease is back so and i'm sure he's still cool with terry silver if they like he, if they try to join forces of getting uh cobra kai back uh, to where it goes maybe uh john Creese, terry silver and mike barnes can team up again and try to get daniel because daniel's pretty much on his own right now um the passing of uh pat Morita, aka uh, mr miyagi that was a sad point in one of the uh, in uh, the first season of uh, Cobra Kai. That was really sad. Um, but if they if those three team up and try to come back, and let's just say Chosen comes in into play as well, maybe Johnny Daniel and Chosen kind of put their their differences aside and team up to go after John Kreese, Terry Silver, and Mike Barnes. Um, that's just my fantasy of how i want season three to go but man that would be awesome but enough of all that uh i gotta move on to the next one again this is a double ca- double pack so the next karate kid this came out in 1994 um oscar nominee pat morita best actor supported role for the karate kid 1984 and oscar winner hillary swank best actress for lead role in million dollar baby and Excuse me. Uh, Co-star in the next Karate Kid: The story of a rebellious teen Julie who needs a little help from her friends. In case, uh, in this case, the wise Mr. Miyagi and a trio of Buddhist monks. The action kicks into overdrive when Julie is pitted against a posse of paramilitary students uh, who rule her high school, and while their leader teaches them to fight to kill. Julian Miyagi, teach them the secret of fighting to live. I've tried to watch this one numerous times, and I can never get through it. I mean, I love Mr. Miyagi. I love Hilary Swank, but this, this one just didn't do it for me. Um, I'm sure I'll try to sit down and watch it again. But, yeah, the next Karate Kid. I can't give you a full review because I never got all the way through it. So. But what I saw just never made me want to go back to it. But um, I have it now in my library might as well. All right, this next one. This is uh, the Ip Man trilogy. Uh, the complete, complete collection. This one came out before we realized there's an Ip Man 4. I don't know if it's Ip Man or IP Man. I don't know how you guys say it. But um, this, I got this one at Target. Uh, it was on sale. So I love uh, the first two films. I really didn't see all of the third film. I just saw the, the end fight. And the first, two are, the first two films are rated R, and the second film, or the third film, was PG 13, Ip Man, 2008. Uh, Japanese occupation is brutally dismantled at once, the once great city of Foshan, uh, defined by, the, by courage. One man stands for his people, Grandmaster Ip Man, Donnie Yen, who, whose matchless fighting skills are revealed all over China. And refuses uh, to teach Wing Chun his, his cherished martial artist style and uh, invading jet to the invading Japanese soldiers. I need to watch this again. I don't even remember that. And the force to fight for the honor of their country and to kill or be killed showdown with General Imura. i I'm do not even going to try to pronounce this guy's real name. Um, I don't remember this film. I just remember the fighting was badass. So definitely I'm going to have to check this one out uh, again, all three of these. Uh, 2010's Ip Man 2, Legend of the Grand Master. Uh, now a newly arrived citizen in British-occupied Hong Kong, Master Ip wishes to open a Wing Chun Academy to teach his unique, his unique style to the generation of new students, but is blocked by a corrupt group of martial arts masters led by Master Hong, Sam, Sammo Hung. Uh, that's his real name. Uh, they refuse to allow him to teach in peace until he proves himself as kung fu master, including an East versus West fight to the finish against a boxer named Twister. That's Darren Shalivi. I think that's how you say name. Um, I don't really remember this one either. I remember he was fighting a bunch of white guys. I remember that. Um, and I can't remember. Uh, Bruce Lee pops up in. The- as a little kid, I don't know if it was the end of the first one or the end of this one. I don't remember. Uh, Ip Man 3, this one came out in 2015. When a ruthless real estate developer, Mike Tyson, yeah, Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson, and his team of brutal gangsters make a play to take over the city, Master Ip is forced to take a stand against the crooks, thugs, gunmen, and other rival Wing Chun master, Jen Zing. Uh, in some of the worst, incredible. One of the worst, and some of the most incredible fight scenes ever filmed, choreographed by the legendary Yin Ping, in order to protect his students, his city, and his own family. Um, all I saw was the fight uh, on. I saw it on YouTube with um, Donnie Yen and Mike Tyson at the end. But as far as the rest of the film, I do not know what's happening in this. So I definitely have to check these out, and hopefully uh, get the Zisu to watch them, and we'll come on here. Alright, these uh next one. Um let me kind of do some reorganizing. Uh the craft. This is the um Game Factory, Shout Factory, Collector's Edition. I believe this came out not too long ago. The Craft came out in nineteen ninety six. Uh and this stars I never could say this girl's name. Faroza Balk? Robin Tunney, Nev Campbell, and Rachel True. Um, I've seen this. I saw it when it came out, and I've seen it maybe one one other time. I really don't remember this. The only thing I really remember offhand is that uh, Nev Campbell. I love her. She had some kind of problem. I remember she had uh, like she had scars on her back. I remember that, but the rest. Hmm, I just have to rewatch this. The smartest and most satisfying horror thriller to come out in a while. A kind of supernatural Heather's. Written by the San Francisco Gate. Sarah has always been different. So, as a newcomer to St. Benedict's Academy, she immediately falls in with high school outsiders, but there's something different about her new friends. And it's not just that they won't settle for being a group of powerless misfits. They have discovered the craft and they are going to use it. The spectacular horror thriller is an all, well, excuse me. An all-star class including Nev Campbell, Scream franchise, Wild Things, Robin Tunney, Supernova, The Zodiac, Ferraruza, Bulk, Island of Doctor Moreau. That's a movie I need to watch again. The remake, not the original. Uh, American History X. I liked her in that. Rachel True, Half Baked, Embrace the Vampire, and Skeet Ul- Ulrich. I forgot he was in this uh, Scream in Riverdale. He's in Riverdale. I I yeah more for you younger you younger viewers uh definitely check out that at that show for you guys more <laughs> <coughs> man it's more good for for your uh, your guys age rate not us old farts anyway special features new interviews with director and co-writer Andrew Fleming producer Douglas Wick co-writer Peter Philardi Filar, and makeup effects supervisor Tony Gardner Audio commentary with Andrew Fleming, uh, conjuring the craft featurette, making of the craft, deleted scenes, and optional commentary, and a theatrical trailer. Um, definitely, uh, I need to watch this because I don't remember when. You, when you get these um collector's editions, the the Scream Factory ones, I love how they give you the the slip cover is the new art, or you can do the flip side and have uh, the original poster. Art. I always go with the original poster art on the actual Blu-ray itself, but I do keep the slip covers, uh, so th- those are pretty sweet. I love the the artists they get to to do all these. All right, the next one. This is a film I talked about. We also talked about in our uh, uh, De Niro and Pacino uh, anchor episode, and this is one uh, I don't remember if the liked it or not, but I loved this film. This was um it's got three Academy Award winners in it. The director of *The Dark Knight* and *Inception*, this is Christopher Nolan's *Insomnia*, with Academy stars, Academy Award winners Al Pacino, Robin Williams, and Hilary Swink. Thriller. Uh, I picked this one up. Uh, I just ordered it because I, I wanted this film. There's a Criterion one, but uh, I'm good. Uh, I can have just deal with the regular one. Uh, a thriller to keep you wide awake and mesmerizing, high def. Okay. Um, jeez make this this font a little smaller. Why don't you? Um Invited to Nightmare Night Mute, Alaska, to head a murder case, a veteran LAPD detective finds his investigation disturbed, disputed by an ever shining midnight sun. God dang, man, it's like they put this in the uh, that uh, wreaks sleep, sleep-deprived havoc on. Let me start this over. Uh, uh, invited to night. This this is really small. Sorry, everyone. Invited <laughs> invited to night. Alaska. The head of to head a murder case. Veteran LAPD detective finds his investigation dis- disturbed by an ever-shining midnight sun that wreaks sleep-depriving havoc on. him. Personal guilt over a second crime that may be real or a figment of his imagination. Unstable consciousness to and consciousness? Yeah. Director Christopher Nolan, whose other credits include Memento and Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and everything else you guys know, uh, crafts another jolting psychological thriller to remember. Guiding Academy Award winners Al Pacino, Robin Williams, and Hilary Swank. Swank. In insomnia, in the season of Midnight Sun, no one and no secret can forever hide. Uh, this was one, I mean, I love Hilary Swank, I love Al Pacino, but this is the one um, that I love, um, Robin I love Robin Williams. I love Robin Williams in most of his films, but this one, this one was awesome. I loved it, and he he was weird. <laughs> When I say when I say Robin Williams, it's 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 just I just it's just sad, um, dealing with with what he was dealing with. I know some people are like, Oh, he's rich, he had no problems. It it's different than that. I mean I didn't know the man, I met him once and he he was awesome. Just for those few minutes that he gave me of his time, uh, was, was enough to realize that he he was he was genuine. He was he was really cool. He didn't Act like he didn't want to talk to us or nothing. But this film came out in 2002. Uh, special features, additional scenes, commentaries with uh, Christopher Nolan. Uh, commentary in order of or shooting sequence. Hillary Swank production designer Nathan Crowley, editor Don Dottie Dorn, cinematography Wally Pinster, and screenwriter Hillary Setz. Uh, those that's with all the commentary people. Four featurettes day for night making of the movie, 180. A conversation with Christopher Nolan and Al Pacino in the Fog, Cinematography and Production Design. Uh Eyes Wide Open, The Insomniacs World, Still Gallery and Theatrical Trailer. Yeah, this cover and the back. They're they're trying to if you if you've seen this film, there's a scene when they're running around in the fog and I guess using fog on the back isn't helping uh people like me with bad eyes to read these things. The smallest font you can print it in, but insomnia, amazing film, definitely check it out. Uh, this next one, uh, Brian and I are going to be covering these next two films on our uh, the action returns. Definitely check out uh, the new episode that's coming. So, not we're talking about uh, the golden child and big trouble, in little child in the next action returns. So, definitely uh, can't wait for, uh, for you guys to hear that. This is um this this is a film. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it when it came out uh, on Blu-ray. I remember seeing the trailer and wanting to see it, but it just never came up to the area that I'm at. But anyway, uh, Quentin Tarantino presents Tony Jaa in The Protector, the best all-out action film so far this year. Uh, Jeffrey Lyles of the Gazette. This is the ultimate edition. (coughs) Man. Uh, No stunt doubles, no wires, no CGI. Martial arts superstar Tony Jaw burns up the screen in his first film ever since that uh, the, the Thai warrior, made an international sensation. Reuniting with his Umbach director, Jaw delivers bone-breaking thrills and amazing gravity-defying action. Uh, performed without stunt doubles, wires, or CGI, packed with incredible fight scenes, mesmerizing, mesmerizing Muay Thai moves, and a jaw-dropping final showdown that pits jaw against 50 enemies the protector is a terrific martial arts film this film is awesome uh i remember i saw this first time i saw this was at work and i remember just like oh my god um i heard of the muay thai uh style but and never really looked into it but after i saw this film I, i that's when i good thing for youtube uh i go on there and why i can't do any of this uh, if someone trains me yeah I, I would love to learn but i i don't know how to do any of this stuff but anyway man this this was i was just like oh my god i mean, we met we rewind it over and over with all the fight scenes in this because it was just amazing it was a lot of elbows and a lot of knees i remember that uh special features uncut international version deleted fight scene tony Ja. Martial arts uh, demonstration, making Tony Ja, no wires attached, the making of the Protector, feature commentary with Asian film expert Bay Logan, and the theatrical trailer. This is one for you, martial arts fans. If you do not have this in your library, uh, definitely pick it up. I'm glad that I finally got it. Uh, the next one is another Tony Ja film. Uh, we're probably going to do these in order. We'll talk about Ambok first and then the Protector. But um, Tony Ja, Ambok, the Thai Warrior jaw dropping of star making display um i saw P- protector i saw first i saw on later i think there's three there's a trilogy or or four i can't remember um uh thrilling and ceaseless adrenaline rush tony Jaw, the fighting superstar uh designed for this film's martial arts panthering New york daily news um uh, electrifies as a religious young warrior who swears the oath of peace, but when a gangster steals the head of Ambok, his village's deity um, king heads of of King heads of Bangkok to get to get it back in a film Time magazine calls exhilarating with relentless you know, uh fever pitched uh action free of stunt doubles and special effects job performs some of the most awesome physical feats ever seen on film. Uh this is another one of just the, the Muay Thai just kicking ass uh through it all and it's awesome. Um I really don't remember this one. I remember the protector, he was trying to get his his elephant back, little elephant back, but this one I I've I know I've seen it, but I a lot of these martial arts films blend together with me. Um but anyway, I'm I'm definitely going to watch this again cuz we got to talk about it. Uh, for the next episode uh special features the movements of muay thai behind the scenes stunt footage selected b-roll uh live tony Ja with stuntman performance french rap music video with tony Ja. okay uh promo video featuring the rizza making of music video and trailers didn't know any of that the phone keeps blowing up yeah, my Old wife is calling so- hold your clothes okay. that one right now. on to the next one this is the 30 30 35th anniversary limited edition steelbook of the great john hughes classic um the great 1985 john hughes classic um the breakfast club i believe this is a best buy exclusive uh, go back to school with the 35th anniversary edition from writer-director John Hughes, 16 Candles were a science. The Breakfast Club is an iconic portrait of 1980s American high school life. I love this film. It wasn't my high school life. Anyway, when Saturday detention started, they were simply uh the 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 jock, the princess, the brain, and the criminal and the basket case. But by the afternoon, uh they had become closer than any of them had ever imagined featuring all-star 80s cast, including Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy. This warm-hearted coming-of-age comedy helped define the entire... uh, helped define an entire generation. Bonus features, uh, accepting the facts, Breakfast Club trivia tracks, Sincerely Yours, a 12-part documentary, uh, the most uh, convenient detent... Definitions, the origins of the Brat Pack, theatrical trailer, future commentary with I'm Anthony Michael Hall and Jed Nelson. I'll definitely have to watch. I've seen this movie a billion times, so I'll definitely have to watch it with the commentary to see what they had to say. Uh this film was amazing. I loved it. Uh, let me open it up and give you guys a preview on what's inside. I haven't, I haven't. I took the plastic off, but I haven't opened it. Hold on a second. Uh, it's like a little locker, so there's like pictures of the movie on the inside, the Blu-ray, other pictures, another digital code. So again, first come, first serve. Yeah, yeah the back is just a, a locker. It looks cool. I like it. Steelbook, of course, I'm gonna get it. Um, and that is it, everybody. Once again, let me go over what I just blabbed about for almost 45 minutes. Um, Breakfast Club, Enbach, uh, The Protector, Insomnia, The Craft, uh, The Ip Man Trilogy, Karate Kid Part 3, and The Next Karate Kid, uh, Friday the 13th, Reimagining, <laughs> The Killer Cut, and A Bronx Tale. I have more stuff coming uh, in the mail, but uh, you guys will hear all of what's coming on that. My next uh, Blu-ray update. It's probably like the longest one I've ever done so far. But definitely, if you guys do not have any of these in your collection, definitely pick these up. I've seen one, two, three, four, five. Oh. Four of these in the theater. <laughs> but uh, awesome! Uh, I love all these films, or it's the reason I buy the ones that, that I like. Again, credit the next Karate Kid. I I'll just have to rewatch it. I, I tried when I got this and I just fell asleep sitting in my chair. Cause that's what old people do. They fall asleep. But anyway, all right everyone, thank you so much for listening. Definitely be back with more. We got more stuff for you here on the anchor. The Zo so and I are gonna just we have a list of stuff. We just need to sit down and do it for you guys. So all right everyone, that's gonna be it this episode. Definitely come back for more. Shoot on over to the regular uh network to hear More of stuff over there. Um, Dynamite debris. I believe they're episode six, seven. I can't remember episode wrong. Anyway, that's coming. Um, Definitely check out uh, the action returns with Brian and I over on the Horror Returns Network, and also also listen to their uh, the regular show Horror Returns. We got plenty of stuff for you guys over there, as well as Saddle Up. Do give those a shout out. Um, But all right, everyone, I'm out of here. I got stuff to do because my wife's blowing up my phone i don't want to get mad at so, until then everyone next time uh talk to you all later be safe six feet wash your hands wear a mask uh if, if stores or businesses tell you to be so anti, whatever but anyway yeah we'll all get through this so all right until next time i'll talk to you guys all later so until then party on